When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Tuesday, everybody. Thank you for joining the day. Thank you for joining the Colleen and Bradley show Uh on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. That's my name. Uh, And wow. Yes, Toots Day. Thank you, Holly. Thank you for bringing us there. Uh, And uh, that sound might be familiar because it sounds a lot like what has been coming out of Kanye West's mouth recently. Oh. Sorry. Was that too much? Are you sorry, though? I'm not, actually. It's very true. In fact, actually, that's what Kim Kardashian is saying, right, Bradley? Well, she's been using the tabloids to speak directly to Kanye. uh, And this became clear to me yesterday when I came across an article. Everyone knows there is a battle royale in social media. Or at least you've seen headlines about Kanye West attacking Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson attacking back at Kanye West because he doesn't have time for this anymore because he's in bed with his ex-wife and I don't know. know. It's uh, a battle of the uh, the testosterone happening on one level. But then Kim Kardashian is also a part of this experience because you'll remember, uh, kids, that Kim and Kanye, although technically they're single from one another. Um, I don't think all of the dots have been eyed and crossed T's have happened, but you know what I mean? Uh, that was English, so, yes. So that hasn't happened, so they're still caught in this tussle. Kanye has been very vocal about some things he does not like when it comes to the parenting of his children on the part of Kim Kardashian, and he's been very, very out loud about it. Well, that has led to Kim Kardashian having a hard time responding, because if you... Okay, let's just take things. I know we're very skeptical. We've got our tinfoil hats on. That's what you expect from the Colleen and Bradley show. All fair in love and tabloids. Nothing is real and everyone smokes. But let's set a little bit of that aside for the moment and just look at what we know. And what we know is Kanye's upset with Kim or wants her back. Mm-hmm. He's got unresolved things. And he is totally fine talking about it, whether it's real, whether it's in his head, whether it's a little bit of both, doesn't matter. What we know is he is totally fine just putting it all out there, right? Right. Kim Kardashian does not operate that way. She is very calculated. She has, you know, um, Chris Jenner LLC behind her. Everything is a calculated move for her career mm-hmm. and in service of the upcoming season of their new reality series, The Kardashians. Trailer dropped yesterday. We talked about it. Go listen to the podcast. Okay. So that presents Kim with a very difficult problem. When you have Kanye West, who's like, I don't got a show to promote. I just got some feelings and I'm sharing them. That is 
then presents Kim with the opportunity to decide how she's going to respond because she does live her life out in public. And Mm -hmm. it would be a little weird if all she did was like go to the outlet mall with Pete Davidson and have Annie Ann's pretzel bites, probably the jalapeno ones because those are really good. Those are my partner's favorite. She has to address the elephant that's in the room. Uh Uh-huh. But she doesn't want to, you know, like she would probably look at it as like, I don't want to stoop to that level because he's being so. And we are all caught up in this really dysfunctional relationship. We are actually part of a dysfunctional relationship. We're in, we're like weirdly like Kanye's behaving really strangely. And, you know, he should really just be nicer to Kim. We're all caught up in that because like in a weird way, we're just like we've been gaslit into the space, or at least that's how I feel. So. I I I understand on the one hand where Kim is coming from. It's hard to, to respond, but um, that's the game that she's playing. So I kind of don't feel all that bad for her. Mm-hmm. That said, the choice that she is now making. Well, actually, she's made a couple choices. The first thing I will say is that you remember when Kanye was like, he posted that video and he's like, I can't see my kids, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, she then jumps into the comments and is like, can you just like calm down for a minute? You just picked up your kids this morning. Yeah. She left a comment on this video on Instagram and then she quickly deleted it because I think again, she's probably she and team Kardashian are struggling with like, what do you do here? Because all you're then doing is engaging Kanye, which gives further oxygen to the thing. Mm-hmm. So she takes that comment down. Well, now, most recently, and what which can I just pause yeah, to talk yeah, yeah, about yeah. that for yeah. one second? Because even that is an interesting strategy to take that comment down because you know full well that's already been captured. Mm-hmm. People already know that yeah. that comment happened. Mm-hmm. So even just the the. You're right. I think a conversation probably happened in Chris Jenner's, you know, multi-trillion dollar office where they said, listen, Kim, you got to take that Which comment down. Which is really down. just in a strip mall at like a, you know, rent uh, storage space. She just Thank opened you. one of them lockers and mm-hmm. put up a chair. Anyway, go on. But somebody said to her, you got to take that down. But even that sends a message. Taking it down sends a message. Had she just left it up there and let it marinate and not... It seems like it was an impulsive decision that then they had to make a permanent decision about. And it, it, it or it gives you that impression. Yes. Because that's, I mean, that's, that's another definite thing. move, which is like, we're going to post this response. So people go, ooh, and then it gets really mm-hmm. or, uh, taken down. And you're like, ooh, but it's still out there. So you've made your point. So, right. you know, like, I don't I don't know, like the Internet doesn't forget. How true that is. And neither will we. So then. Her next step, her next approach, her next option for responding to Kanye in this moment, all the, thing, the things uh, that Kanye is saying about her as a woman. I mean, Kanye has said some stuff. Oh, about her. yeah. Okay. That said, uh, that's only because now, again, to check yourself, not forget ourselves, that's because Kanye has said those things. Mm-hmm. We don't know what other people have said because they haven't said it. But that doesn't mean they haven't said it. It's Mm -hmm. just that's why we're having the perception we're having is my point. Now, Kim Kardashian's second way of responding to Kanye through the tabloids. And that's what I started at the beginning of the segment saying. She is now using tabloids to speak directly to Kanye. And I know you're going to say... That's what the Kardashians do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Not only is that what the Kardashians... By the way, we didn't rehearse that. I just want to be really clear about it. Thanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> for the improv. record, I don't think we ever. I know, but ours. I just I was impressed with that. That's all. Um, second, uh, or in continuation of wherever I was now, here's where we're and going. And also, so, too. And also, too. She goes to TMZ, and and here's how I know this. There's an article in TMZ, Kim Kardashian is not seeking a protective order against Kanye's attacks, which is like a weird story. Like, what? Kim well, is not... The way that it's presented assumes that we all knew that that was an option on the table, or which is that, interesting. Or that we should think that that's an option, meaning Kanye's unhinged. Right. Kim is going to be the better person right now and mm-hmm. not do what she probably should do because she's the mother of his children. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let me read some of the words and then I'll, it'll become clear why I think this is just Team Kardashian speaking directly through TMZ. Like uh, they're writing this, TMZ's like published. That's all. Kanye has been going after Kim, claiming she's denying him access to their children, but it's pretty clear what Kim plans on doing about it legally nothing i mean the fact is kanye's rants aren't accurate he's like routinely seen with his kids when he wants what's more there's really no point in asking the family law judge for a protective order again did you did you ask about a protective no. order Mm-mm. did you read a story about a protective Negatory. order Where is i am this? now uh, thank you <laughs> First off, like it's unclear that the judge would grant it, but even if they do, that assumes that Kanye would obey it, and that's a pipe dream. That's not happening. As we reported, Kim and Kanye don't have a structured child custody agreement. He's never asked for one, and the way it works, whenever he wants to see his kids within reason, mm-hmm. within reason, mm-hmm. why is TMZ saying, like, whenever Kanye wants to see his kids within reason, Kim accommodates him. How do you know that, TMZ? I think we all know the answer to that. Right? From everything we've seen, Kim does not want to limit Kanye's... From everything we've seen, how much have you seen, TMZ? Well, okay. What are you seeing? I'm sorry. I need to I need to bring this into uh, another uh, area of my life. I'm sorry. This was not rehearsed. I've been working with one of my kids on uh, some assignments um, about history and how the way we tell the story of history, the perspective matters. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing right now that we can apply that also to our tabloid stories. When you just look at that and read that, you can tell immediately the perspective it's coming from, which also then tells you exactly it. how it got planted, how yeah. where yeah. the seed got planted, who's been watering it, uh, how we're supposed to react to it. That is so clearly a Kim Kardashian perspective spun out by, as you called it, Chris Jenner. LLC. And not only that, here's now the threat that's implied because, again, Kim is speaking directly to Kanye through TMZ. Further proof. Right. Quote Now, the judge has not issued a child custody order yet. Mm-hmm. And if Kanye decides to fight Kim in court, mm-hmm. the numerous texts attacking Kim and Pete, etc will almost certainly become evidence and could affect the outcome and not in a good way for Kanye. We're told the reality is Kim is the primary caregiver for those kids and they're all young enough that she can shield them from the drama. Blah, blah, blah. Again, nice custody mm-hmm. arrangement you have there wouldn't want anything to happen to it now would i well and sound that's, like a threat to you yeah and sure that's, does to me that's where you that's where you realize this is a direct i mean we are all witnessing 
an actual direct message to Con- <laughs> Kanye through TMZ. And it's actually not stupid in the sense that we know Kanye pays attention to TMZ and what the narrative is. And so this is a I I'm I just want to tip my hat to Kim Kardashian. This is a genius little workaround here. Um, Holly, it sounded like you were going to say something. I was just going to say that sounds very mm, mafioso. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's totally so, again. <laughs> nice custody arrangements you have there. Wouldn't want anything to happen to mm-hmm. it. I mean, if I were you, I don't know that I'd be like walking around outside just doing stuff. The other thing I want to say is, yes, I I do think, and that was the premise of this whole segment. Like Kim is speaking through to Kanye through tabloids, but also. Remember in the beginning, I said, you know, we're all kind of being gaslit into a reaction. Like, we're all like, ask yourself, how do you feel about Kanye? How do you feel about Kim? And then you got to ask yourself, why do you feel mm-hmm. that way? Not because, of course, you're smart. And of course, you're not dumb most of the time. I'm smart. But Sorry, like, you too. probably haven't done. A, I appreciate that, Holly. When you say it like that, it makes me believe it. So I think you're all smart but like did you read a ton and have you been paying attention a ton to kim like go to the average person on the street and ask them their opinions about kim and kanye right they will probably have a visceral reaction why is the question i would ask you yeah. the reason is because of the way they're presented in the media in in entertainment media and pop culture those narratives are published curated uh, color the lines are colored in by the celebrities themselves. So the reason you feel a certain way, in in to some degree, I'm not saying totally because I think we all have an independent sense of things. But for a large part, this idea that Kanye is the bad guy, Kim is the good guy. I think we just need to be critical of that, and we need to at least ask questions about why we think those ways. Mm -hmm. Because, again, this article just clearly says not only is she trying to tell Kanye something, she's trying to get us to believe something. Or she's trying to get TMZ to get us to believe something, which is that she's doing all the right things. And, again... Don't you just got to question the judgment of somebody who started this relationship in the first place? Okay, so I wasn't going to say it, but I was going to say it. Uh, did I, I don't want to be the I told you so person, but I think we all could see this train coming down the tracks. Yeah, before it left the station, yeah. before they even got the dumb cars mm-hmm. out of the... Before they built the stupid track. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe not that far, but yeah, we're smart. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to get more perspective straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert. Holly Roberts is going to deliver it after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. The spectacular Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Halls. Hey, Holly. Hey, guys. Let's talk about Evan Rachel Wood. She is not backing down on her abuse claims against Marilyn Manson, despite... Marilyn Manson suing her for defamation. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'd read somewhere that she, uh, one of the reasons she stayed silent for so long, and I think this is really relatable, is that she feared retaliation mm-hmm. from him. And I think that a lot of people who have been assaulted or abused can identify with that. Oh, for sure. The fear of retaliation is so big yeah. that it actually does keep you silent, which is part of why it's so bad yeah so evan rachel wood silent no more she was on good morning america yesterday and she said that she stands by everything i have said about the abuse allegations now she was asked whether the claims made against her in manson's suit were false and she replied legally she said i don't believe i'm legally allowed to comment on any of the allegations but i'm very confident that i have the truth on my side Mm. now you know now evan rachel wood you know she had been vocal about being the victim of abuse, and she never named Marilyn Manson specifically mm-hmm. throughout the years. She testified in front of Congress about this, uh, but then she decided to name names, and she reiter- reiterated these accusations. She was on The View yesterday, too. She said she had been groomed by Marilyn Manson at a very early age so that he could manipulate her. Those her words. And this will be a long road, I imagine, and one that's going to be, you know, terribly painful for mm-hmm. her. But um, it's a good thing that she's in a place where she can advocate for herself. Mm-hmm. Now, in response to Evan Rachel Woods's appearance, uh, Marilyn Manson's attorney said yesterday, as we detailed in our lawsuit, nothing that Evan Rachel Woods, Ilma Gore or their hand-picked co-conspirators have said on this matter can be trusted. So what Marilyn Manson's attorney is trying to do is plant the seed of doubt Great. in Evan Rachel Woods' story. Great. Yeah, that's gross. That's a signature move by yeah. horrible people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gross. Uh, Bella Hadid is finally admitting that she had some plastic surgery. So... In the past, Bella Hadid, by the way, she is on the April issue of Vogue on their cover. She had previously cited puberty as the cause for her facial transformation. But (laughs) that is such a Kardashian move, by the way. Well, I mean, she's kind of in the Kardashian orbit of reality television. Well, she did tell Vogue finally. I wish I had kept the nose. I this would this made me sad because I wasn't she like 14 when she did this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just and, and she talked about how she'd been made to feel like the ugly sister. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the motivation behind this. At least that was the sort of cursory response I had and I just was like, "Oh god, what a horrible thing we do to to children or I should say some mm-hmm. people do to children." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and she said, you know, that it was that body image that she had when she was such a young kid Mm -hmm. that caused her to go in and have plastic surgery so uh but she's kind of denying everything else but she is admitting to vogue yes i got my nose i'm hoping that that is the beginning of a of a more uh robust and important conversation right i i think i get the sense she's sort of dipping her toe in the water of what happens when i admit to this yeah um, but I do think it begs a broader cultural understanding or uh, conversation mm-hmm. about what we do to 
young people's mm-hmm. bodies in the way that we talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speak- and adults, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because it, uh, social media is powerful. You know, speaking of the bodies of adults, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is sharing his breakfast that he had over the weekend. Great. I don't, I don't, nope, I don't care. The, oh, okay. Well, but mainly it's because, and I'm assuming you're going to tell me this was like... This is what the rock eats in a day to keep up his amazing physique, right? Oh, yeah. This is something from the Today Show mm-hmm. where they felt like they needed to highlight what Dwayne The Rock Johnson had for breakfast. And it's a uh, lot. I need, I need some time to fully bake my thoughts on this, no pun intended. But it, it, the juxtaposition, I mean, it is sort of this weird, like, bodybuilder porn thing where that that is part of the conversation all the time. Like, see what The Rock eats in the morning. And it's uh, so that we all can go, oh, my gosh. But here's he what eats I, all that, and he's so fit and strong. But it's so yeah. weird. Here's what I want to tell you, though. This is buyer beware. Whenever you see a story like this, ask yourself the question, why are you seeing The Rock's big breakfast? Well, it's because he tagged the energy drink that mm-hmm. he owns in that Instagram yeah. account. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, from a like athlete perspective, I imagine like th- for people that are obsessed with bodybuilding, for example, in the case of The, of the Rock, you, you know, you're like, I just can't believe. Isn't that crazy? And then you, you and your friends talk about, can you imagine having to eat six to eight thousand calories? <laughs> the day um great but please don't please don't try to do that at home yeah (laughs) you ain't gonna get the same result you're not gonna look like the rock Mm -hmm. i don't care how many celebrity workouts you find on youtube Mm -hmm. bye Mm-hmm. Right, right. Thanks, Holly. Yeah. Thank you for that dirt alert. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly's going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we are here to solve pop culture mysteries on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts brings us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. We attempt to solve them in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Attempt to solve them. You do solve them. We will accomplish our mission. You never know, but we'll have fun. Yes. I think you guys are going to get this first celebrity gossip mystery right away. Let's let's go. This former teen mom can say whatever she likes, Mm. but it is rehab for her substance abuse issues. Farrah Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. Now, did you say that was confirmated? This is confirmated. Because I uh, I feel like we did this, or I've, I don't know. This is in my head somewhere already, so that's good to know. Tell uh, me more. Yeah. So, Fair Abraham can say whatever she likes, mm. but it is rehab for her substance abuse issues, why she has checked herself into a facility. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why she said she checked herself into a facility. Perhaps it was trauma treatment. She was going to be studying for a Lifetime movie special. Uh, so she entered treatment and said, uh, and, I fo- and I follow, and I quote, uh, I look forward to sharing that journey with others. I hope there's just less taboo about taking care of your mental health mm. when we are experiencing a lot of trauma and difficulties in our world right now. So she is telling... Uh, uh, people that the reason why she has entered rehab is to deal with trauma she endured after her arrest this year. Yeah, and it was a particularly disturbing. Like she was just, yeah, she was on another plane. There was of existence. some stuff happening, and so um, I don't care what she tells us. It is as long as she's doing the work. I'm fine with that. I am hopeful that she gets 
uh, that she is in a place where the right people are working with her mm-hmm. to call her on some stuff yeah, and help her through whatever she needs to address. I just have seen her on a lot of shows where therapy is involved and uh, it's painful to watch. Knowledge is not uh, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's a long story. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Solve this, please. Although there are no full frontal scenes, which made the final mm. cut of the film. There are plenty of outtakes which feature the foreign-born former boy bander completely nude. Mm. Director's cut, perhaps? Oh, I'm assuming, is that the Harry Styles gay cop movie? I don't yes. know anything about this. Tell me more. That movie is called My Policeman. So filling in the blank, mm-hmm. although there are no full frontal scenes which made the final cut of My Policeman, there are plenty of outtakes which feature Harry Styles... Totally in the nude. Well, I did see something about like a Harry Styles butt shot, so I think you're you maybe get to see cheeks. Mm-hmm. Harry cheeks. Uh, one, yeah, one uh, one direction of Harry Styles at least. <laughs> That's cute. I see what you did there. Yeah. So I don't know when my policeman comes out. I think it's going to be streaming on Amazon Prime in the near future. Uh, let's see. I'm looking on Wikipedia. Uh, and I don't have an answer for that either. Great. So congratulations to him uh-huh. on his success. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list singer slash sometimes actress has low-key stalked the one named permanent A-list singer forever. So it isn't a shocker she keeps getting procedures done to look like her. Oh. Is it for the movie? Is she going to start adopting children, too? Madonna, obviously, is the artist. Is that like uh, Julia Fox? It's a sometimes singer. Singer, sometimes actress. Oh, singer, sometimes actress. Is this one of the women we talked about playing that role? No. Oh. Mm. But think about someone who, in the past, has been accused of stealing Madonna's situation. Lady Gaga? Oh, reductive. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like she's going to play her in her movie or like what? OK, well, she, fill in the blanks. She wishes. So Lady Gaga has low key stalked Madonna f- since forever. So it isn't a shocker. She keeps getting procedures done to look like her. Now, NT lawyer poses facetiously. Is it for the movie? The Madonna uh, movie? Got it. Is it? Is she going to start adopting children, too? Mm. Yeah. Because if you look at the photographs of Madonna, or not Madonna, Lady, Lady Gaga, Gaga, you know, she's been, you know, doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But Well, you know, they both doesn't? have a similar heritage, so maybe mm-hmm. she thinks, like, she is, like, somehow connected in a weird way. I don't know. I mean, with creative people, you just never quite know what's going on inside their mm-hmm. brains. Mm. A very yes. busy mind. Yes, I suppose if you, if you did ask either of them... Italians do it better. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I mean good luck to her. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. 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 Blinded by the we wish her and her half dress a very <laughs> oh. a very very her googly eye boobies. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
It's a look, fashion. Some lady sent us, and I'm assuming it was a woman. I, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Listener yesterday sent us an email saying, I went back and listened to the podcast and where you talked about Lady Gaga's dress at the uh, Critics' Choice. Critics, or was it BAFTA's? She was at the Critics' Choice Critics Awards. Choice, yeah. yeah. Critics' Choice Awards, and um, it looked like she had COVID masks on each of her Oh, my breasts. gosh, completely. <laughs> it's absolutely right. Yeah. Resourceful. Yeah. Yes. Here's another blind item revealed, Colleen and Bradley. The illiterate foreign-born A-list singer-slash-sometime actress wanted to be sober and have a real boyfriend. The fake boyfriend wanted none of that. Camilla oh. Cabello. Oh. Uh, yeah. And Sean Mendes. He was getting spiritual. Yeah. Don't Oof. forget. Mm, that's right. So Camila Cabello wanted to be sober and have a real boyfriend, and Sean Mendes wasn't into that. So he's out on his journey right now. Interesting. Camila Cabello is haunting sex shops in mm-hmm. Hollywood mm-hmm. and flashing her breast on television. Well, that was just like a, a nipple incident. That though. was an accident. Um, yeah. But I did feel bad for her for that, too. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know. Yeah. It happens to the best of us. Item. Sometimes. Um, ne- my nipples have never slipped, FYI. Well, congratulations. Actually, you know what? Mine haven't either. Yeah, that I know of. Mine haven't on television. I can't <laughs> carry good. that. That's right, good. right, right, right. Mine good, haven't I mean, on television With all either. that time you spend on TV these mm-hmm. days. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> Television zone. Yes. Not really. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, this back in the day, AA minus list, mostly movie actor says he can't get work because of his beliefs. No, it's because directors and cast and crew don't like getting yelled at and working with someone who makes every day miserable. Oof. Back in the day, AA minus list. That's not John Travolta, is it? No. I, I imagine went he there was, in a moment too. Well, I just went there because of the um, beliefs. Yeah, but I don't feel like the reason it didn't sound right is he. he I feel like he'd be rather. I think he's pretty pleasant, amiable to work, to work with. Yeah, yeah, he seems like a, a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. especially okay, if so, you give him a massage. <laughs> come um, on, no. Uh, <laughs> wait, is is the belief system though? Is it a Scientological belief system? You know, it's not Scientology okay. related uh, because it's Hollywood. Scientologists oh, so it's like work all the time. He's a right. conservative, right? Well, not necessarily. Huh? There are two names oh. that are coming up, okay, in this. But one of them, yes. Now, I will say that the one that most people are talking about, uh-huh. this person isn't really particularly nice on social media either. So it comes as no surprise. Chuck Woolery. Two mm-hmm. and no. <laughs> Two and no. Scott Bayo. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, but no. Scott Bayo. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, he wishes he was AA minus. Although mm-hmm. you know, Scott he Bayo was chachi. I mean, on TV. Mm, true. Was this a movie person? Yeah, this is definitely a movie person. What's the guy? Is he old? Yeah. Is he crusty? Uh, in my opinion, yes. Um, old and crusty. Uh, I can Just see like his like old and crusty face. And he's actually a very talented actor. Yeah. And has done John Voight? Good... No, not even uh, him. Because I feel like he gets work consistently. Yeah. Old and crusty mm-hmm. actor. Ta- talented. It, it, I used to be somebody. I was a contender. Um... No, not Marlon Brando. When, when, uh, when was the last time? Like, when was the most recent time we would remember? Sorry, no, that's putting you on the spot. Um, a project that this person had done. 
That's a good question, Colleen. And it's been honestly, a while. honestly, I think of this person being at their height in the 80s and in the 90s. Okay. Okay. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, oh. Mel <laughs> Mel Brooks, not Mel Brooks. Mel <gasps> what's his Torme? name? <laughs> yeah, Mel Torme. May he rest in peace. Mel Gibson. No, because uh. Mel Br- Gibson does his own thing. But yeah, I would see why. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You would say that. Oh, darn it. Uh, I'm just thinking of all the, like, trash talkers out there. Uh, um, think about somebody, I don't know if this person is on Twitter anymore, but they're, like, in the Kirstie Alley Cranky Hall of Fame. Okay. Did they ever share a Twitter. movie together? I don't know. Huh. This is this are we is this gonna make so much sense when we get it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh. we're kicking ourselves Kevin Spacey? right now. No. I think he Kevin Spacey can't get work for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> really, they were vocal on Twitter. Sean Penn? No, because they're not that high. Now this person did play the lead role in a lot of movies, but I would say they're best known as being a high-profile supporting actor, too. Okay. Uh, very cranky on social oh, media. Oh, um, Panda just tweeted Chevy Chase. No. Oh, good, oh, guess, good guess, That's though. a good one. That's a good one. All right, you're going to have to give it to us. James Woods. Oh, oh sure. sure. Oh, so my God. Never would have got there, but no. you're absolutely no, right. No, honey, James Woods. And T. Lawyer says, you can't get work because directors and cast and crew don't like getting yelled at. And working with someone who makes every day miserable. I don't know James Woods. Mm. None of my best friends are James Woods. But I can totally see mm. that being possible. Yeah. So I so. hope for his sake it's not true. But yeah. sadly it probably is. Well, you know, he can have an attitude adjustment if he so chooses. <laughs> As can we all. Yeah. It's true. Oh, we don't have time. I was waiting for another one. Uh. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. I wish we could have gotten to that last one a little bit faster. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer wants to tell us all about what we're experiencing right now. It is something called goblin mode. You're probably in it, and Bradley will tell you how you know when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. For all you Sunny and 44, that's music to our ears on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And um, oh, Bradley Trainer has all the news on uh, what you've been feeling and how you've been going through <laughs> wow. life. And it's called 
goblin mode. Yeah, I don't know. See if you identify with this at all, dear listeners. I I, I don't even know what it is, but I already identify with it. I can tell you that um, I am definitely, after reading this article about goblin mode, and Holly, feel free to drop in some goblin music. That's a joke, because I don't expect that that's a thing. I do know a song called Get Down Goblin. Get Down Goblin. Get Get down, down goblin. goblin. Anyway, I'm in goblin mode. Are you? What does that even mean? These are the questions I'm now going to tell you. So I was over at The Guardian, not tech, not like literally. I was just reading this article in The Guardian about goblin mode. And this goblin mode, if you remember something called cottage core from back in the day, like early in the pandemic, Mm -hmm. we were all baking bread and knitting things and like curating this cute little toadstool house. Trying to live our best pie. In your life. Yeah. So goblin mode is sort of the like antithesis of cottage core because we've been through the world we've been in for the last few years and really we're done. Like I we're done being pretty and cute for Instagram. We are just rank dirty <laughs> chip eaten fools. Um, but specifically I, I can tell you more about this. I, it, Goblin mode, first of all, is not like a permanent thing. It's kind of just like a state of mind, mm. if you will. In this article, um, let me give you a little description. The term goblin mode. I just also love the idea of like power up goblin mode. <laughs> and you turn into this little like <sighs> the term embraces, quote, the comforts of depravity, spending the day in bed, watching 90 day fiance on mute while scrolling endlessly through social media, pouring the end of a bag of chips into your mouth, downing Eggo toaster waffles with hot sauce over the sink Ooh. because you're not even bothered to put them on a plate, leaving your house in pajamas and socks to just get a single diet Coke. Goblin mode is not a permanent identity, but a frame of mind. Goblin mode, quote, is like when you wake up at 2 a.m., shuffle into the kitchen wearing nothing but a long T-shirt, making a snack like melted cheese on saltines. Mm. It's about a complete lack of aesthetic. Because why would a goblin care what they look like? Mm -hmm. Why would a goblin care about presentation? Mm -hmm. And my friends and dear listeners, I am a living example of goblin mode right now in my life. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. If you spend... Your home time in a caftan, you might be in goblin mode. Yeah, or like if you just are like covered by blankets at yeah. all times. Like, if you your just... pajama pants have hole in the crotch, but yes. you don't care, yes. yeah, you I might have be in goblin several, mode. Several, <laughs> several pairs of uh, pants that I wear at home, and they're all things I would never leave. Oh yeah, the house in. Yeah, those are called house pants, <sighs> and that's a normal. That's a that is. You're in goblin mode. Yeah. So so I'm getting from the little... Goblin dis- vibes? I'm getting goblin vibes, which, by the way, some call it a vibe shift. Oh. You know, that we've shifted our vibes from cottage core to goblin mode. I'm getting... I'm reading the room here, the virtual room. Listen... I'm going to be real, real, though. I feel like we were goblin mode before goblin (laughs) mode was goblin mode. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, sure. In that there's always a part of that in us. Yeah. In the sense, though, that it's a legitimate, or I shouldn't say legitimate, because I think a goblin... You know, would be like, I don't need to be legitimated by your societal norms. <laughs> I already norms. am legitimate. Um, I don't even think goblins use multisyllabic words. Um, <laughs> no, literally, it's just sort of id. Um, but I think that the moment we're all living through, there was another piece of this I wanted to share with you because I thought the writing was just so like delightfully expressive. Um, 
Okay. Call it a vibe shift or a logical progression into nihilism after years of pandemic-induced disappointment, but goblin mode is here to stay. And why shouldn't it? Who are we trying to impress anyway? As one goblin person said, if you can't handle me in goblin mode, you don't deserve me at my sleigh. Mm. It's cool to be a goblin. Everyone is so perfect at all uh, all the time on the online. It's good to get in touch with a strange little creature that lives inside of you. <laughs> and I just love that. Like, I... I you just have to kind of let it out like no and of course we're still going to put on pants and go to work if that's what we're doing Mm -hmm. but uh my grubby you know my grubby house clothes are not far behind i am i'm loving the ownership of goblin mode because i feel like if you've been if this is a vibe that you identify with um you may have been trying to hide it uh but now this is like permission to allow it to flourish, to water it a little bit, to sort of wallow in your goblin mode. How would you feed goblin mode? Is that just like... I, that's goblin mode. G-O-B-B-L-I-N apostrophe oh, okay. mode. Mm-hmm. I've been in that mode too. Yeah. Oh, gobbling mode? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, haven't we all? I will say, I think too... I think, they're, I think those two are friends. Somebody said, I think that's the kind of energy that we're going uh, into 2022 with. Everyone's just kind of wild and insane right now. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think there's going to be a time when, because again, you know, see first paragraph of our discussion about what the heck goblin mode is. This is not a permanent identity, but a frame of mind. And I think that the time calls for this frame of mind. That said, I don't think it's going to last forever. And there's going to be a certain point where we're going to look back and be like, y'all are nasty. Right. Y'all were real nasty. But, you y'all know- did not care. And you should have cared more about the way you smelled okay i'm That's just gonna nasty. say it. or we might look back on it and have sort of fond memories of goblin mode because i do feel like we have a weird rose-colored glass situation kind of happening right now of like thinking fondly back on early pandemic and how cute we thought certain things were well that's that right that memory of the cottage core experience yes. where we were just like all like i'm gonna do pretty little things and i'm gonna do this little project and i'm gonna be very organized and get a lot mm-hmm. accomplished and now it's just like Argh. yes exactly next up zombie mode from goblins to zombies. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, do, what do you actually say when you're not doing fine and somebody asks you, how are you doing? Seriously, what's your go-to? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Goblins. Goblins.